Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs are fiddling with the knobs. Baby face Joel Solomon is producing this mess. Oh, Scott Holmes is with us too, the Grizz. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss, what is happening, fellas? We are we are in the thick of it. I was telling the AAO guys, we can't turn around now, guys. There's no turning around. We're in the thick of it. It's all football all the time. I don't even care if we were weeks away from a game. That's exactly how I felt when I was sitting there watching Jimmy, uh, uh, J- uh, what's his name, Jordan Love throw interception after interception after interception as I was trying to get a, li- a look at Trey Lance. Oh, I was thinking it was Aaron Rodgers. He might have been right in the way that he played all of this. But the point is, I was watching a preseason game until the third quarter. And Dave, you're wrong. Preseason football, it's not regular season football. I understand that, but it has its own merits. You shit all over preseason football last week. I have to push back. He doesn't want to admit it. He loves it. He loves it. He watches. He's taking care. He loves this George Pickens. Come on. It's undeniable. Shaq, you got a good receiver. You got a good receiver on a team all of a sudden for the Steelers. It's very exciting, and it's pushing me into my corner, and I'm sure you're, Sal, starting to take a posture for your Cowboys, but... Just returning from New York, a few things. It's funny how provincial you get when you visit the homeland. Sal, all of a sudden, it's not enough that he has the Metropolitans. Now he's claiming claiming the Brooklyn Dodgers, too. So, so, so wait, so whoever wins Dodgers, Mets, and goes to the World Series, cousin Sal's a winner. You also, (laughs) I detect, much as people say when I come back from a trip to Pittsburgh, um, my accent comes out a little bit. You sound exactly like uh, Chris Russo right now. Is that talking. right? Yeah. Oh like, my we're, God. We're getting, we're getting excited, right? Oh. And now college football. I mean, we're two weeks away from college football, Wait everybody. Hold on. Where do I have to go to get rid of this Chris Russo? Should I go to Hawaii for a week? Uh, I, I can't carry this Chris Russo accent if, uh, if that is accurate. Yeah, no, but you're right. I did come back from New York. I um, landed late last night and watched Better Call. So you're not Better Call Saul fans, right? I had to watch the finale. I landed at midnight and was up until 2 a.m. watching the finale. I think they did a very good job. Shaq, you don't watch? Bart, don't watch? I Anybody watch? It now. So Nobody? I saw a few people on Twitter saying, I'm live tweeting spoilers, and a couple other people be like, why would you do that? But that's about all I saw. But the people who were tweeting about it said... They think it's one of the best shows in television. Really history. good. Really good. Really satisfying. You know, never never a, never a uh, sprinter's pace, you know, kind of methodical and everything. And got, got you home uh, in a nice way, though. But speaking of home, yeah, I did. Uh, I was in Brooklyn. A couple things about Brooklyn. Um, I walked around a lot because I ate a lot. I'm like, I have to I have to walk. This is just disgusting with all the pizza and the Chinese Well, I was food. just going to guess. Oh, uh, get a number in much. your head. Marty, you go first. Over under slices of pizza Sal consumed. And his, how many days were you there total? I was there. Um, we landed like Friday at 7 in the morning and then uh, got out of there yesterday afternoon. Yeah. I don't think you were worried about what time of day it was, especially the day you landed. True. Like, well, Friday, I should wait. 7 that would be undignified <laughs> to eat pizza before noon. So, all right, yeah. Marty, go ahead. Slices well, of like, pizza. Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern time is really 4 a.m. here, which meant that's just a late night for Sal, right? Mm-hmm. Like a late, like a late, a late that's night exactly snack right. as opposed to going breakfast route. Uh, right. did, did Sal, did you set the number? It hits well, in his I, head. I, I shouldn't set the number because then it's um, fair enough. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll say I'll go eight. 
Eight. Oh my God! Well, I'll go eight and a half because I my number would be twenty two and a half total well, that's slices of pizza. Yeah, I, I'll. I, I think it was about fourteen or fifteen slices, so probably went under the twenty two. Definitely over eight. Uh, six spots, though. I think the spot. How many different places I checked out would be a more impressive number. So I, I figured it, that you got, got a got slice per place. I didn't think you got mm. a pie per place. No, I did. I, I I just can't stop myself. It's so damn good. But the point I was going to make is, and, and the Chinese, it's all great. I had to get the hell out of there. Or I was going to die. Um, two things. Uh, Brooklyn. No Nets fans. I walked around. Our hotel was like a half a mile from Barclays. I walked probably a mile perimeter um, every single day. I saw one Nets jersey, and it wasn't Kevin Durant. So we could talk about this all we want, but um, the fans I am concluding now, I guess it's the middle of the summer. It's not like it's um, it's uh, playoff time and things are heating up. Not that it would matter for the Nets anyway, but no Kevin Durant fans, no Nets fans in Brooklyn. That's my conclusion right there, Mark. I think you're right. I have a buddy who lives about a half a mile from Barclays, and you can actually see this Barclays Stadium from yeah. his like window. And I've never seen any Nets fans there. He's the only Nets fan that I know, and he's really just a Kyrie fan, it's which so is what weird. all Nets fans truly are now. They just were KD guys or Kyrie guys. Then those yeah. two guys joined the team, so that's where the whole of the Nets fandom really is generated from, unless you were born in New Jersey like maybe 30 years ago. Shaq, can you imagine any other major city making this claim? I mean, uh, whatever. It's, a, it's over four days, and again, it's the middle of the summer, but one jersey? Uh, where would it this is, success it is, It's crazy in, in broad strokes. Specifically, that checks out with what Eddie Spaghetti and a bunch of other New Yorkers or tri-staters have said. They said there is, there is zero. I'm surprised that in a tri-state area that includes the uh, Islanders and the Rags, that there are any Devils fans. But apparently there are plenty of Devils fans who are contrarians. They have to be LA, born in New Jersey for I it to work. Th- What's that? You have to be born in New Jersey for it to work. Like You have to be from guess, there, right? right? right. And then, yeah. and then um, the closest thing I can think of is, I have, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I've been out here now for more than 20 years in Los Angeles and I know it's Anaheim, not L.A. County, but I have yet to meet a single yeah. Anaheim Ducks fan. Nobody. I mean, people there uh, occasionally people are like, oh, Dave Damashek. Oh, like, hey, my team. What do you think of my team or that? Not one time in 20 plus years has anybody ever come up to him and been like, hey, what do you think about the Ducks this year, man? Zero. You know, surprisingly, Zero time. surprisingly, a lot of Ducks fans in Flatbush in the Brooklyn area. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what they're... <laughs> no, they're actually probably more Long Island Ducks fans, which is a, a, a Met um, a subsidiary. But yeah, it was, it was just very weird. I, I guess the key is to go to... Oh, Models is shut down now. I'm very sad on the East Coast to find out. Really? But you go wow. to a Champs. Yeah, I think it didn't last the... the uh, the uh, pandemic. It was a big storefront saying Models in Brooklyn, but there nothing going on in there. Um, yeah, the champs, they sell Met hats. They sell Knicks hats. They sell Islanders, Rangers. They sell, you know, uh, the, the Nets. Uh, it's hard to find. Hmm. And uh, I, I think hard to find not because it's sold out, because they don't sell. And they're like, all right, we're just not putting this on the shelves anymore. Anyway, enough about that. I did get to, um, I appeared on the big board. What are they called? The Jumbotron Quite at City Field. They uh, they gave me tickets. They were nice enough to give me tickets. They're like, hey, do you want to be on the, can we put you on the Jumbotron? I'm like, what, am I an asshole? Of course. Of course you could put me on. So what happens is um, 
around the fifth inning or so, we have the uh, camera guy come down and he has his assistant and they're looking in our section and we have eight seats and kind of everybody I'm with looks like me. And so they're looking around <laughs> and they're trying to find who I am to put me on the Jumbotron. And it's embarrassing because the guy's assistant is now on his phone and looking and they're conferring. They're like, oh, is that it? You think that could be it? Uh, finally, I raise my I'm like, ah, it's me. It's me. I'm right here. I'm right here. Stop this. This is, uh, this is humiliating already. Please tell me when that guy me sounds on. like Mad Dog. That might uh, be him. Yeah, it's the Mad Dog sounding guy. So I ended up getting on the jumbotron. I saw the Mets lose their only game of the series. Uh, they lost play at the plate. They lose two uh, one in extras. They go on to take two from the Phillies and then get smoked. My God, yesterday by the Braves. Now the injuries are piling up. Ah, Shaq, I'm not out of this yet. I, I was too excited oh, about it. They're up four and a half with 36 left. They got a bunch against the Braves. They got the Dodgers. They got the the Yankees in there. They got some real teams. The Phillies. I, I'm not. I'm not turning my back on these Braves anytime soon. I well, I you're a smart fella. You're a savvy fan. Of course, you can't. Uh, it's not all uh, rainbows and so I don't know what. Thirty six games. Yes, there's, there's you a can lot legitimately of blow this one. But the good news is, at the time of this recording, win the next two, and you should be right as rain. All right. Should I, mean, I that's though, a big if, but should I do. bet, Martin, help me out here, or Dave, should I bet the Braves to win the uh, NL East? Oh. Uh, just, just, to, just to put my... Uh, my I'll say this. It sounds like a sound move. I've been yeah. sharing podcast airwaves with you for like over a year now. It sounds like a sound move. It sounds like something that you would have said like three weeks from now. I was like, I actually bought a Mets ticket. I mean, I bought a Braves ticket two weeks ago, and I would have looked at you in shame and disgust and then been like, wow, maybe this is why he's a better gambler than me because well, he that, bets against his heart. And then I say that, and I'm like, I'm not going to feel better if it wins. What do I care, right? I'm going to go bragging that I, oh, I'm holding on this Braves. To, look at this. Uh, Saratiana, look, we're buddies here. Look, we both have the Braves. Braves are plus 600. Like I said, four and a half games down with 36. I think I'm going to leave it alone, but I would recommend to everybody else that's not a bad number, especially if they do a, a, a job on the Mets the next couple here. So um, you were at the game yeah. You were at the game that Marte got thrown out at home? That's right, yeah. Okay, so I'm wondering now because I was I I bet the Mets that game and I watched. Hey, I was like, why are you running? And yeah. like it was like, and then he threw the ball up the line to end the like uh, to yeah, not got him by ten feet. Yeah. So I'm curious though, because Sidney Sweeney went and threw out the first pitch at the Red Sox game, and they <laughs> proceeded to lose by 24 oh, runs. Right. Do you think that you going to the being on the jumbotron? Are you the celebrity curse? Because it definitely happened to the Red Sox. Well, but they won the next two is the only thing I'll say. Um, but you're right. I'm, I'm a curse for when I'm there, I think. That's for sure. I don't think I've seen All right, Drake. Drake. Wow. You're yeah. like Drake. The new Drake is forget <laughs> Mad Dog Russo. Oh, no. I'm Listen, Drake, I, 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 I have to, I have to yeah. say, I've said it before. It's not should you, would it be bad if you bet the Braves against the Mets chasing the division title? You already are a disgrace. Good. You and your fancy friends, Hench and the sports guy, and you make each other feel better by doing the dastardly deed of betting against your spiritual and emotional interests. Shame mm -hmm. the devil on all of you. A pox on you. You deserve to lose. I hope the Metropolitans win, and I know that that's the angle you're trying to play. I win either way. That's not what it's about, friend. Listen, Shame on you. Here's and what all it's your about. Check at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the year, at the end of your life, it's all about how much money do you have. 
No, no, it's not. I, I, sorry. That was Jimmy McGill. That was uh, that was Saul Goodman speaking yesterday. No, it's about uh, how much your family loves you and all that shit. Of course. Oh, no. Okay. no, you're right. No, I, uh, I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to recommend it to uh, everyone else at six to one. All right, let's let's tell you a good one real quick, though. Go ahead. I've been I've been pouring it over. It's time to get into the research. I know we're in mid-August, but we're close enough to uh, to regular season kickoff that I'm starting to figure out who's going to win the divisions. Do you want some bad news? For your D- Dallas Cowboys. I know. I heard you take the Eagles on. Uh, Second place. Three. It's right. the Philly Eagles year. Let me Bet tell you. Better to win the division. Plus one seven. That out of all your division winners, that's by far the worst quarterback. Right. Out of all anyone you pick for a division winner. Right. I don't know. Unless you're going to take Trevor Lawrence or something for the AFC South. I like He's Dak a lot. You know, I do like Dak a lot. But I'm not saying they're going to fall off a cliff or anything. Uh-huh. I still got him at double digit wins. But the Eagles are a tick better. This I year. know. I know. They spent. They did everything right. It's a very sexy pick, Shaq. Everybody likes it. You're not. You're not digging too deep here. Everybody loves these. They made the I don't playoffs like when last everybody's year. on board. Yeah. Back with me. They made the playoffs scared. last year. They weren't. It's not a worst to first. By the way, 15 of the last 17 years has been a worst to first. So the Ravens make the most sense if uh, if we go they're, by that, right? Yeah. The Ravens make because they're, they're a fraudulent last place team. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, well, let's just do a couple more baseball things. Then we'll focus all our attention to football. Uh, Tatis suspended 80 games. I know this is old news. Um, it's great for Henshin. Boy, what a topsy-turvy over-under bet this has been for the Padres. 89 and a half wins. Uh, we have under. It was looking good. They, they stumbled out of the gate. Then they started pick up steam. Then, of course, they get Soto. Uh, it's like, oh, shit, we're going to lose this bet. Then Tatis is suspended 80 games. My God, now we're looking great for this bet. We have a lot on the Padres under. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm reading about this. It looked like initially he was going to be given a break because the steroid versus whatever he was trying to put on, the difference is about two letters in the word. And now it's like everybody's apologizing uh, for I think that they were trying to pass it off. From what I can understand, they were trying to pass it off and make it seem as if it was like this topical thing. But uh, speaking of Chris Russo, he went off on your boy, <laughs> Tatis. He goes, he's a fraud. He's a this. <laughs> like, because he's a cheater. He can't, can't believe he did all of this. But ultimately. By the like, way, Chris is, Russo is a San Francisco Giants fan. <laughs> but that's it. All right. Yeah, it's a wild <laughs> rooting Barry Bonds on for many, many, many years when it was quite obvious that he was the number one cheater in sports. But go ahead. Yeah. But, like Tatis is a wild boy. Like every like mm. in the offseason, Lamar Jackson used to do stuff like this. He didn't do it this offseason, but he would like do a backflip over like a, a, a jet ski or he'd yeah. Snapchat himself going 95 miles an hour down the freeway. Like Tatis broke his wrist on a motorcycle, didn't mm-hmm. tell anybody, and was just showed up with a broken wrist. It was like, my bad, guys. I didn't mean to do that. And right. I was just going to admit, I mean, the Padres just traded away everything to try to even compete, and it's just, it's just, it's just a wild concept that he yeah. is just, yeah, I'm out again. See you guys next year. Check. I do think this is something that would happen to someone like me or you, just to, to take something that was, uh, I, I don't know, maybe it was. I'm, I'm sure at this point now it does seem like it was uh, – <laughs> It was uh, purposefully done, but we would get caught taking something that we're like, oh, I had no idea this pizza caused this uh, performance enhancing drug. <laughs> well, right? I'll say, I mean, you know, getting caught is the is the problem here. But I think I'd rather if I had to choose, I'd rather find out that a player on my favorite team was juicing versus taking ayahuasca. 
Mm. Would I? I don't know. What would be? Better? You know, I think so. I think I think I'm with you, Dave. I think I would rather know because at least you're taking steroids to get better at whatever your try, whatever your sport is, right? To either recover faster. If you're taking ayahuasca, it's just you know, it's essentially just mushroom. Like you're just getting high, bro. I, yeah, I don't need you to open your mind to the possibilities of the universe because that might lead you to retirement and chasing right. some some wackadoo um, second career instead of focusing open your on mind the to that safety hand, over the middle. The yeah, but again, maybe it's like uh, not only don't I need PEDs, but I'm bored with this game and right. whatever. I'm gonna I'm Aaron Rodgers. I'm the best, and uh, it's funny. I think Hanch, you guys were talking about maybe Tom Brady. That's where he is. He's been taking this break. Uh, that's where he is. He's experiencing ayahuasca to try to one-up or get on par with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Sheck, you think this is a, a miserable thing, but they, they let him go for a week or two weeks. I mean, on one hand, as, as the uh, chief proponent of who cares what happens in August, I'm, I'm not bent out of shape about it. I think there's something weird about this one in particular, that we had no idea mm-hmm. that Tom Brady was just going to up and leave camp for a week and a half or two. But then the Bucks say, oh, no, this was always the plan. Then why didn't we know about it? So it I, Once again, another chapter of weirdness in the long career of weirdness that is Tom Brady. At so least I don't weirdness. No, you're right. But it might have been Brady but like, hey, let's not make a big deal out of this. Right. As if nobody was going <laughs> to um, observe that this was going on. Um I did mention like Jimmy a couple of years ago. He t- now he takes has every summer off and it's part of his deal. But leading up to his first summer off from Jimmy Kimmel Live, uh, I think he had done like a Melania accent or something, and the far right was furious. And then all of a sudden he wasn't on TV. He's like, he's been suspended. This is oh, we got to read into this. This is guy ABC. We did it. Go. We got right. him canceled. We got him canceled. Yeah. That was the literally right. the celebration sure. online was like, the day it yeah. was a, the cancel culture strikes again. It's like, no, no, this has been in the works for a while, and you'll see next summer I'll be off as well and the summer after that. So I, I, I don't know. It's, that's probably – I don't know, Martin. If he's not going to play these dumb preseason games, um, then why does he have to be around for one of them? Why does he have to be patting everyone on the ass on the side? No, no, because he has to do it because that's his job. Like, his, like every, every other starting quarterback is at training camp. Like, no one else is just taking personal time away. That's the time you're supposed to do. Remember when he retired? If you wanted to take your personal time, you just stay retired, bro. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to go to work. Even though he's not going to be playing, it's the whole... I'm down on the Bucks this year. This all thing sounds like a clown show to my... Like, I, I, I don't... Well, I, I'm like, down on him, too, for the for their win total and stuff like that. And we'll get to that next week. And, but I, I just... I don't know. You... If they go six and three at the at the end of October, is it going to matter? If they go if they go three and six, is, is anyone in their right mind going to point to this incident and say this is why? Like, come on, yes, no, I mean, and no it'll be deserved because because the what you need is this. We're not talking about Ben Roethlisberger, or Cam Newton in August, who's like, yeah, guess mm-hmm. what? I, I don't need uh, chemistry with the receiver. Shit's going to break down, and then I'm going to make special plays for the team. Yeah. This Tom Brady is all dependent on the aforementioned chemistry with Julian Edelman or otherwise. They just brought in Julio Jones. And by the way, it's not a small matter. I don't know if Ryan Jensen's out for the year or not, but he's their longtime center. So now they have to figure out what they're going to do there. These are these are legitimate concerns for any team, even if it does have the greatest quarterback of all time on it. It's it's shady at minimum mm-hmm. that after the fact it's like oh yeah what, what's everybody getting bent out of shape about um, 
The guy just tried to buy another pro football team and made it pretty clear he never cared about the Buccaneers until the Dolphins fell through a second. I mean, of course, this is weird. The, the people that are acting like, what's the big deal here, you conspiracy theorists? Evidence, that's what. Past, all right. past history. I, I, here's all I want from you guys. When the Cowboys opening week thrashed the Bucks 41-10. I, I don't want it to be because of Tom Brady didn't go to training camp in the first week of August. I want you to acknowledge the Cowboys, America's team, is a powerhouse. I don't, I don't want any excuses is what I'm saying. Uh, Jalen Tolbert and all 8, 9, 10 of his targets from Cooper Rush that, uh, in that first That's half right. of the preseason game oh, good was, God. was not I, awe-inspiring. You know what? I got to say, Shaq, I, know, I mean, there are some things you don't want to see, uh, and you'd rather see them in August than in November, but goddamn, 17 penalties? Are you kidding me? And Mike McCarthy is mad, um, but the problem is Mike McCarthy is stupid. So I don't know. Uh, it's one thing about being mad, but what, what the hell are you going to do about it? The most penalized team in the NL East. Maybe you're right, Check. Maybe it is the Eagles. Hey, the NL East. Uh, <laughs> is that what I said? I got you. There yeah, you, go. you said he NL. Does, I'll tell you. <laughs> and, the, and the NL East. Uh, find anyone in the NL East with 17 penalties last week, Martin. Uh, Tom Brady's <laughs> bulletproof, obviously, so yeah. I don't think it's, it, it's probably going to go dire there. But I... I do like right around this time of year, like to look at the combustible situations and the Cowboys feel like one. This has mm -hmm. gone on for two years now. And then the Sean Payton thing only made it worse that I mean, is it obviously Jerry Jones, if he could snap his fingers, would rather have Sean Payton as the head coach than Mike McCarthy. McCarthy has to know that. Right. The team has to know that. So we have, if they regress at all after last year, after they finally broke through for the whole division, too, by the way, the mm. division's been a bum since uh, since the Eagles won that Super Bowl five years ago. That they let that the Niners right like it has it's had a stink on it now for eight months. I don't know. I I, I have my uh, my doubts about your team there. So well, all right, don't worry, Dave, because Mike McCarthy said he's never he doesn't recall a preseason game. Where they only had two missed tackles. So things are looking up. In Dallas. Okay. All right. Well, that's good at least. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm more or less. I'm not going to say I'm secretly worried. I'm actually worried. Um, sh uh, Spaghetti, how do you feel about Ty Taylor? Is Spaghetti with us here? Ty Taylor's going to get I'm some snaps. Here. He's going to get some snaps, it looks like. Well, we should. I mean, I feel like any quarterback that is a mobile quarterback that has mm -hmm. the injury risk should get some first team reps. And Tyrod okay. looked pretty good with uh, the first team offense, some of the first team offense members in the preseason game. So I think it's just more of a precautionary thing. Uh, if you've read, listened, watch anything from the Giants this offseason, Dayball, Shane, anyone in the organization is all in on Jones. Um, they know it's his make or break year. And I think they just kind of respect his work ethic and stuff. So I don't I don't take this more than just a, a precautionary thing of him just getting used to some of the the O line and getting used to some of the receivers and their patterns. That's really okay. it. I think that's fair. I think that's good analysis. You're not panicking, and I actually think the Browns should listen to you instead of starting Deshaun Watson in these stupid games. You go, hey, you got Jacoby Brissett, who's actually going to be playing the first half and maybe the second half of the season as well. Maybe he should be familiar with the first team offense. But uh, good job by the Jags fans anyway, cheering uh, one sick fuck at Deshaun uh, last Friday night. I enjoyed that check. It's a it's a rallying cry. I don't know if you heard yeah. for the rest of the Browns. It's it's us against the world. Yeah, yeah. By your ownership's choice, Browns. This isn't just some random. Nobody gave a crap about the Cleveland Browns beyond you being a punchline. Uh -huh. You brought this on you. I will say it again. You are Icarus. You got close by your measure. You guys won a playoff game and we're feeling good and you had a fine situation with your quarterback. Not good enough, though. You had to go all the way up to the sun. The brands have branded up again. Good for you.
Congratulations. There you go. Uh, good for your Steelers. I touched on it a little earlier. George Pickens, you're pretending you don't like this uh, preseason. Let's look at these offensive uh, rookie of the year. Offense. I do like it, but Let's my point with preseason is why would you ever play anybody who it, you intend to be relevant in the regular season? Make it all about, make it like an American Idol or a Dancing with the Stars, but for football, which is, hey, everybody playing isn't doesn't have a roster spot and some rookies. But anybody who's played more than a year in the NFL, what the hell do they need preseason for? If they needed it, college football would do it too. They, they don't, but it's exciting. College I mean, football does do it. It does not. They essentially do. Like if Michigan plays uh, fucking Eastern Michigan in week one, it's essentially a preseason game. Right, but there's that. some yeah. good matchups in week one of college football. I know everybody says that, but it's not equivalent. Yeah, well, they it, they uh, they front load their weaker non-conference guy. That, that's what Martin's saying, right? Yeah. No, I, I get yeah. that. I'm looking at these, though, Martin. I think I think we picked one. Martin accused Sheck of gonna go, uh, going with Kenny Pickett for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I he might have gone over this. We could change. Well, I you didn't like, pick gonna, him. I said well, Sam Howell. No, I know you didn't. You went with Sam Howell. But now, now, so now Pickett is nine to one. Sky Moore is ten to one. That'll be fun. Brees Hall ten to one. Uh, Alave ten to one. Pickens ten to one. Drake London twelve. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up rouletting this and betting like thirty five of these. Here's uh, a good one for you. Yeah. Following the James Robinson in Jacksonville model, Damian Pierce of the Houston Texans. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in a keeper fantasy league, a dynasty league, whatever you want to call it. And right after the real draft. My league had a uh, draft of the rookies, and I drafted Damian Pierce. He's going to be the number one back in Houston for a lack of better options there. He's going to get a ton of literal run down there on a bum team. He's going to put up numbers. Even I like. I just worry up. about those shit teams. He's 17-1 to 1 odds, by the way. Big preseason week. Uh, but so, some of these bad teams, they only get like eight rushing touchdowns in a year, right? Right, uh, right. So uh, that, that's, that's what he's uh, – got going against them. I don't know. Uh, Martin, anything jump out at you for Offensive Rookie of the Year? Yeah, I have two that really jump out at me. I'm going to yeah. go with – I'm going to do a Dave here. You could go with Brees Hall, right? But, again, you run in with the running back He's on a splitting. shitty team, yeah. and especially with Zach Wilson and his knee situation. Mm-hmm. I think Brees Hall is going to get a lot of a lot of touch, a lot of, uh, a lot of touches, rather. Mm-hmm. But, again, is he going to have the raw numbers? Is he going to score? Is he going to be on a team that is in the mix? I think that we've seen, unless it's a quarterback, to be a position player, you kind of got to be in the mix to, uh, to qualify yeah. for this award, which is why I'm going to go with Traylon Burks. At 12 to 1. Hmm. Traylon Burks is going to be able to do all the things that A.J. Brown just was doing um, for the Titans in the, in the way that he will be able to go over the top because yeah. he is fast and has a lot of speed and is very strong. All right. I don't know why you're snubbing your nose despite your face. You got you got a, a, a superstar on your own team there, Chris Olave. And, uh, hey, I don't want to risk Winston's it, Sal. So I don't like want to risk I it. I think this I, was like 15 to 1. Now it's 10 to 1. That's where I'm going. Uh and, uh, well, Sheck. sixteen to one, uh, the fourth round pick of the Packers. I mean, have you if you abide by what your eyes are telling you in August? Um, that seems like Rogers' favorite guy to throw the ball at this camp. Dude, so, yeah, I, I, yeah. And again, uh, no other options there. Nobody. Well, else there's Watson out. at fourteen to one, but he's already banged up, right? Yep. Yeah. So you're right. All right. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be interesting. I'm, I'm gonna end up taking five of these guys. See, the um, Sal, the thing about Olave gets me. 
Is yeah. he got Michael Thomas, comeback player of the year, right there staring at you and staring yeah, I got you in it. the face? Yeah, so that'll uh, – right. Oh, they can both they, they can both win. Uh, listen, I, I, I like them to win that division. So I think there's going to be a lot of offense there. But Jameis is fine, right? Rolled his ankle last week. He's fine. He should be, he should be good it. to go. All right, not good to go. Zach Wilson flying out here. Sheck, why do they fly out here? He's in New York, right? He's not in uh, – He's not playing at North Dakota State. He's flying out here to get surgery yeah, and get yeah, advice right. and, and everything. Uh, anyway, injured, look, looking like best-case scenario, misses two to three weeks, um, which sets up nicely for Flacco against the Ravens week one. Sets up nicely for the Ravens, in other words, <laughs> yeah, is what you right. mean to say, right? That they, yeah. they get to take care of Joe Flacco? I don't know. Maybe, maybe Joe Cool will have... One last fun chapter to give us on week yeah. one of uh, 2022. But, yeah, probably nope. good news for Baltimore. No good? Remember Mike White? Yeah, Remember well, Mike it could White? still they be They were trying to run sure. Mike White instead of Joe Flacco last year. That's, I feel like that's all you got to know. They might do it anyway. But just for the nostalgia <laughs> purposes, I'd like to see Flacco in the, against Baltimore week one. But, anyway, the Zach Wilson injury brought it up. Uh, already backups are being – I get it, Shaq. Quarterback saturation. But, God, we can't even get to week one. And we're getting uh, we're gonna get backups in the mix already. So our Buffalo Wild Wings spicy hot question of the day: Which backup quarterback in the NFL this season will have the most wins? Sheck, start us off. All right, you touched on Tyrod Taylor. If things get sideways with Danny Dimes, my hunch is though Dable is going to prioritize giving the kid as much run as he possibly can and shame the devil and eat all the way through the season. Not trying to save face with putting the savvy vet Taylor in there to, to try and make good at the back end of the year to, to cool off <laughs> hotheads in, in the tri-state. Flacco won't be in there for long. Whoever doesn't get the gig in Seattle, that would be to start the season. That's a great bet, except that's a garbage team. So how many games is either guy going to win under center there? My answer is... Jimmy Garoppolo. Whoa. He's not going to start the season. If they tra- if the Browns trade for him today, he still won't be ready in, in all likelihood to start week one. Therefore, he's nominally a backup QB. He's on the street now, or he's wearing a Giants uniform. I mean, a Niners uniform now. But he's going to wind up on the Browns, and he's going to end up uh, winning the most games. That's a good pick. You're getting a lot of bang for your buck. So how many games does he win? What, what number does Martin have to beat? I'm going to go with, I mean, that's a great roster, obviously. We've seen him produce when he's on a, a mm-hmm. roster like that. I think it's not crazy to say six. Six wins. Okay, so six is what you have to top, Mark. Now, he's getting a lot of, like I said, bang for his buck because he's not on a roster yet. So he could pop up and win six games on any roster. Maybe he wins um, one game each on seven rosters. That would be a win for Jimmy G, unless you could top it. Which quarterback Backup quarterback will have the most wins. I like how I like Jimmy G. That's a good answer. Although I feel like Deshaun Watson should qualify for backup quarterback in Cleveland if that's the case. But well, he's not going to start not the on season. The roster. If he's that's on the roster, wrong. he's their starter. That's true. That's true. I'm surprised that you didn't go with this one, Dave. I'm going with Sam Howell. I think oh. Sam Howell could get more than six wins. I think oh. in, this, in this in the terrible NFC East or NL East, whichever one it is, uh, they're absolutely uh, Taylor Heineke is pretty much shown. He was this close to beating Brady in the playoffs and then showed. 
in concurrent games after that, he's simply not the guy. And I mean, that's why they drafted a guy like Sam Howell. I expect to see him by week four. Well, I can see well week four or five, and then boom, now you're in business. Another sneaky call. one, Pretty Teddy good. Bridgewater. That was going to be mine. That was I going to say. I don't know how much leash they surrounded Tool with the greatest talent in the world, right? You got Mostert, you got Hill, you franchised Gesicki. I think they're in good shape. I mean, you could you you did more from him. It's it's like the opposite of what Houston did for Davis Mills, right? You went <laughs> all out for uh, Tua, and now it's on him. And I I agree. I think two gloves. I had him for six wins, just short of making the playoffs. Um, not that six wins. I think they'll have like eight or nine overall. Six from Teddy, two gloves, and then he matches your Jimmy G check. That's interesting. Okay, so now I have to give you guys a rating, some kind of scale. I can't believe none of us said pick it. No, none of us did. You're right, and he's technically, well, is he a starter, though? So if he's not a week well, one starter. Well, he won't starter, be the starter, so then that means that we're trending yeah. vaguely optimistic for Trubisky because I, I – I just can't imagine. We just had Mark Caballi, who's uh, boots on the ground in Latrobe and close mm-hmm. with the Steelers, obviously. And he said he feels bad for Trubisky because you know he's going to start the year, but the first pick, the Boo Birds are going to come out. Put in, pick it, put the kid in. Yeah. Um, so, you know, how long can he hold off Pickett and all that outside noise? I don't think Tomlin cares probably what the fans want, but if he stinks the first three, four weeks, I could see Pickett getting in there you know, early October, and then how bad is I think that roster? Right. It's pretty good. Well, I, if, I can if stick they, with my Jimmy G. If they did set odds on this dumb thing that we're talking about here, Pickett would be the overwhelming favorite, right? Because right. if he's supposed to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, obviously they expect him to be in there um, six to ten or more games. All right, I have to give you guys ratings. Jimmy G, nice selection. Check. I'll give you original Buffalo. Original, original Buffalo. Buffalo. Well, that's five from the top. That's pretty good. Uh, I want him to be a lot closer to the top. He's not even. He's, he's on another team right now. He's not on him. a roster, so he's not a backup. So I can only. I can only give it so much credence. I'm That's sorry. That's what All makes right. it spicy, <laughs> Martin. <laughs> it's spicy if it wins, but Martin's Martin's pulling desert heat now with the Sam Howell, and I don't like it. Tez, desert heat is one from the top. Good job by you, Martin. But I hope you're wrong about the Sam Howell and these Washington Commanders. I mean, God, karma-wise, this team can't win this year, can I it? Mean, the starting quarterback for the team last year hurt both his ankles in the same game the year before. Right. Like, All I right. mean, it, 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 I don't think Carson Wentz is going to be long for this year. I'm with you there. All right, go to buffalowildwings.com slash fantasy. Have all your fantasy football drafts there. Yes, you have spicy wings. You can make your friend look like an idiot. He has a loser bib to wear. Yes, do your fantasy draft at Buffalo Wild Wings, buffalowildwings.com slash fantasy. All right, what else do we have to talk about here? Tom Brady, we did the Jags going out on Deshaun Watson. Uh, we talked Zach Wilson, George Pickens. Oh, college football. So it's Jack Collinsworth. I know you talked about check this on uh, minus three and spaghetti weighed in and Jason Garrett. They're calling Notre Dame games. Uh, By the way, be great, a more great job way. at the beginning yeah. for the against all odds boys uh, in the college football discussion. Enjoyed uh, what you guys put out to start the week. I, I appreciate that. Um, I'm losing my mind here because we did uh, 18 teams yesterday and we did another 15 teams today. So we did like 33 and uh in like 20 hours so it's a and i don't know that anyone cares i really don't i mean when we all do this for football and uh, and i know some i we read like a hundred names that were um were uh you know 
familiarizing ourselves with right off the bat. And I know someone who roots for TCU is going to be like, uh, that guy's been out for two weeks, that running back, that transfer. This transfer portal is insane, Shaq. I, I mean, if you want to learn about uh, how crazy it is, try to do a preview of, like, various teams. I mean, it's it's nuttier than a draft, and you get, like, like uh, the LSUs, the Ohio States, the Miamis. They, they're getting, like, 10 or 12 players that are coming in you like that you have to learn about. It's really it's, something it, else. It really is. I, I, listen, you guys did a great job with it. I love looking at all the previews. I grew up like many people of our age did, buying those magazines when they hit the shelf in June and, and yeah. sitting on the beach as a little kid, going through, reading all the things. It's more confusing than ever because of the reasons you just described. I mean, it's the other side of, I, you know, I make fun of the pretentious people who want to talk about Bobby Orr. How can you talk about who's the greatest hockey player mm -hmm. and not say Bobby Orr is the great? Like, you didn't see him play. How much do you know about him? How about trying to evaluate the blue chip left tackle who is oh, 18 years old. I don't know. Yeah. I just am going off of what the scouts are saying that he's going to be really good. I assume he must be good if he's if he's going to Alabama and starting as yeah, a 19-year-old. But what and, do I know? And, and what do you do? We were talking about, you know, Scott the Grizz Holmes team, that, that Texas team. Pathetic. I don't know why. Uh, sorry, Scott. I mean, Harry went over after Sarkeesian today. It was, it was very sad. But, Scott, you defended yourself well. Uh, with that team. Scott's like, my team's out. They're not going to win. They're terrible. And then he's like, I, I know for a fact he bet them to win the whole thing, let alone uh, the Big 12. Scott, go ahead. Speak up for yourself here. Well, you're right. <laughs> All that's true. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, Harry uh, went after Sarkeesian harder than he did Deshaun somehow. And then, uh, uh, yeah, that, uh, Texas is – this year – if they can't win the Big 12 this year when it's chaotic and there's only one returning quarterback from the entire league and, like you guys are talking about, it's just all a portal yeah. uh, league well, at we, this point. Like, this is their one chance. So if they don't do this before they go into the SEC, I don't know where we're going to be. But so my point with the portal is, and especially like a team like Texas, like if you're a quarterback and Texas wants you, would, would you go there knowing you're only going to play one year, like Arch Manning, or does it matter? Like, yeah, I'll go there one year, and then I'll go to Louisville the next year, and then Tulsa will take me my junior year, and I'll redshirt, and then my fifth year I'll ends up at Boise, and that's that's where I'll be known uh, for putting up uh, 28 touchdowns. Oh, hell yeah, because if I'm still in college after year five, this is the most back I'm going to get for playing football. Yeah. Like, I'll go to I Texas so. for two years because I know I'm, as soon as I'm going to the league, hopefully by my junior year, and if I'm not – I'm trying to get all this NIL money I can. So which leads me into the, it leads me into this Miles Brennan thing and this NIL. So transfer portal, new, NIL, new, Miles Brennan, quarterback. I don't know if he was going to start. Stepped away, though, from LSU and football in general, but not before he took in these NIL deals. What, what are some of these already? He has Raising Canes, Smoothie King, Game Coin, Small Sliders, Hollingsford, Richards Ford, Martin, they all pay him and nobody gets a, a check back? I feel like, first of all, Hollingsford and Richards should have just combined and come up with a better name for their— Better uh, than like Hollingsford Richards? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, you got—I don't know. Everybody, they want, they both want their name and on the—I get it. But you yeah. guys could probably could have just came together. And, and yeah, Henry Ford is probably rolling in his grave. He's like, Ford is what a solid name. And now you're adding Hollingsford Richards to What is that? What are people supposed yeah, to And he's probably rolling in the grave of a guy like Miles Brennan. He's about to walk off and, not, and get paid for not working. Yeah. But this is the thing. 
all these it's name, image, and likeness. So you just literally paid him because his name was Miles Brennan, mm-hmm. and his name is still Miles Brennan, and he's not going to play football. So it's, right. it's, I mean, that's what happens when you're getting paid by not your boss, right? Right. By not, it's just it's wild. It's, it's wild. a good point. So as long as he doesn't change his name, he could shit the bed and not play or decide to play and go against it a, a bunch of times. But as long as he doesn't change his name. Shaq, as long as he doesn't pull a Prince, like Prince would have had trouble with the NIL, right? Diddy, Diddy would have had trouble. He doesn't get a haircut, so it doesn't yeah. change his image, right? right? You know what I'm saying? His name is the same. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he remains pretty much the same fellow. His likeness is similar. I feel like the, there's no there's no breach of contract there. You didn't guys didn't say I had to play football. What if, what if you get in a horrible, disfiguring car accident? And could, all, could the Raising Canes of the world be like, listen, this is not the image we paid for, sadly enough. But <laughs> good luck. Good luck, pal. <laughs> <laughs> like like the mom and million dollar baby coming yeah. in to tell him while he's laying in like like laying laying in the ICU. Uh right. more bad news for you Miles. Uh, we're we're taking back our money. But this <laughs> is how I'm keeping myself alive right now is the money you gave me. Um the uh I mean the big winner obviously is uh, of all this besides Miles himself is um Notre Dame. Notre Dame fans, the Notre Dame program, that Brian Kelly is so loathsome that the, that the kid isn't saying, "I, you know what, I made him say, I'm leaving LSU." No, no, I, I'm I'm done with football. I, right. These these two and a half weeks with Brian Kelly have been more than enough for me. I'm leaving the game. Yeah, interesting. It really is. I mean, there's so many. We're going to see so many combinations of this, right? We're going to see guys make enough NIL money. Um, uh, surefire pros, and they're just going to quit after college because they had enough money and they don't want to bang their head around. I, I here's, just- here's a theory for you. We've talked about, you know, P- obviously the Cowboys' popularity, the Lakers, the Celtics, mm-hmm. the Yankees, and beyond Notre Dame is owed to a, a, a decent percentage of sports fans being front runners. Oh, that team's good. When I'm 12 years old, I've latched onto them for the rest of my life is what, yeah. is what people do. Um, so I guess that's supported by the teams that so far it feels like have made out the best are the juggernaut teams. But if you're a booster of a middle tier big five team, I, again, I ask the question, what's to stop anybody? Why wouldn't Iowa sure. State be good? They don't have a billionaire fan. Right. I mean, that is so, I, the idea is like, and it does suck. When you look at the standings again, it's like, oh, my God, these four teams. It also, though, to try and make it glass half full, I feel like when we know that nobody outside of, like, five teams has a legit shot at making the final four yeah, right now. Yeah, what does now, it matter? Yeah. It creates this space sure. where it's like, well, now there's a second tier. Cha- like, now I can root for my team, right. and I know we're not getting into the final four no matter what. Right. So it kind of liberates me to enjoy things in a different, oh, on a different I, I, level. I would, but. I'd love for uh, Jeff Bezos to have attended a ball state or something right, and though. just build, build that team up well, to get you know, pay 50 guys a million dollars. Well, how about what if the guys who created Google went to your school? Oh, wait, they went to mine. Like and, and and we're like we're not in that we are clearly right. in that tier two, right. but it's not. It's like we're not in that top four teams. Like I hate college football is not fun for me. It's it's anxiety inducing. Like mm-hmm. this guy I'm training at work, he's an old Miss fan. 
that's the perfect place to be because you can have fun whenever you go and you beat LSU or you beat Alabama or you know yeah. when you beat when you win that game it's memorable like you had a great mm-hmm. night in November but like when it comes down to what it really matters you're not in the conversation and that's the best place to be because you can go and enjoy the Holiday Bowl or enjoy the Liberty Bowl yeah. instead of sitting there and be like what I gotta go play in the Peach Bowl I'm supposed to be in the Rose Bowl and I do like, have to stop for a second. Is Marty Weiss saying that his he doesn't like it because his team that was in the Final Four? Yeah, I know. They had, no, about they had no chance at winning anything as soon as they were in there. I knew it. You knew it. Vegas knew it. I mean, it was yeah, just, but Marty, no you won. You, you beat Ohio State. That was your win, right? That, that's, if, that's as excited as a Michigan fan should and could be. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's 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 inside as a Michigan fan can be, but not necessarily inside as a Michigan fan should be. Because All why right. can't we be Ohio State? Like be Ohio State, not beat. Why aren't we Ohio State in the same way? Like where there's a program and a culture and just you know, two wins is a, is a loss of a year. I'm sorry, I I'm more here. interested. in you said, do you have a mentee? Is this someone you're training? You have a mentee now. You're a mentor. <laughs> I have several. Uh, several. I'm no, I'm, no Rob, I'm no Rob Parker when it comes to this, but I tell you, Sal, I've been in the TV production game for a long time now. I know I you have. to get it in and you're, out. You're, you're getting your reps in. I will say Rob Parker annoyed me. Everyone's like, did you see what he said about Bill Russell? Uh, uh, you know, he shouldn't be uh, making it too big a deal out of this, but the number six, everything. I'm like, I don't care. I saw him post about dollar pizza again and how great it is, and that infuriates me more than anything with Bill Russell. And we went back, at, back and forth, uh, not too much forth, but uh, – uh, Rob Parker. Uh, stop. Enough with the dollar pizza. Bill Russell all you want. Uh, spaghetti, what are we learning here? Something happened. Oh, with the uh, Zach Wilson uh, arthroscopic yeah. knee surgery news, uh, just uh, it went well, as all surgeries seem to go well. And uh, But Adam Schefter did. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah. You never, uh, you never oh. hear like, whoo, did we blow that one? Sorry, kid. <laughs> Let me tell kid. you something about my grandmother and this hack doctor. It was a routine uh, angioplasty. Now, go ahead. Yeah. Um, but Schefter did include uh, that right now, though, Joe Flacco is probably in line to start week one mm. for the Jets. Okay. All right. I think that's fun. I don't know. We did the the white magic, whatever that was with Mike, Mike White. What was everyone saying? I don't know what it was, but um, let's do Flacco. Flacco win over the Ravens would be dynamite for you, Sheck. Oh, my God. Is there as important uh, opening loss than that? Well, they, you remember, they went out to Vegas to start the season last year, did the Ravens, and they lost Mm -hmm. in overtime. So that was a a good start to the year for them. I'm leaning towards the Ravens to take the North as we speak. I'll I'll, I'll let you know as we get closer. I am, too. Some of these divisions are going to be so close, though. Uh, Oh, Rappaport says he's recovering nicely. Okay. (laughs) This is hard. He's not running marathons. So, so, yeah, just sit there. You'll be fine. Look out, nurses! I did uh, spaghetti. I did. We. Uh, I didn't get through this. The Jack Collins wear Jason Garrett thing. There's got to be a more fun way to choose the broadcasting teams than than giving it zero thought. I mean, you're infuriating half the country that is Cowboys fans, as Sheck pointed out, with Jason Garrett in the booth, and he, he's not even good. He sucks. About I don't have say, much the more Venn diagram that. between Cowboys fans and other Dame fans feels like more of a circle than anything. Like, yeah, I feel maybe. Like, yeah, that's a lot of. That's very two very popular brands intersecting. Right. Yeah, the fact that he has red hair, um, forget it. We're, we're you know that that shouldn't be in his favor. Enough, <laughs> cowboy fans hate him. <laughs> Was I'm, that that's what it came down to? I guess that makes. He's sense. a Notre Dame. Oh, luck yeah. of the Irish. We got to get yeah. a redhead in there. Who cares if uh, no one cares what he gives a crap what he's saying? How Jack do you think Collinsworth. Uh, Jack Collinsworth. Really? I don't mind that. I don't like. I, I don't know why. He drives me nuts. 
Well, I don't know a person. What the hell? Who is Jack about Collins? Him drives me insane. What do you mean? Who is he? He's his son. He's, he does all the promotional stuff for NBC. Play that's by play? That's a that's a specific skill. I guess he is play by play, and then Garrett's the color guy. I don't know. I'm I'm watching with the sound off, Spaghetti. I I okay. may have to. I mean, Jason Garrett is following me around everywhere. He's brutal with the Giants, and now is doing the Notre Dame game. Uh, like you know, I don't want to crush Jack Collinsworth because he's fairly young in his career. Yeah. Uh, I hate to you know do the nepotism thing, but like he hasn't. I don't know how many game play by play broadcast he's done. He's just the guy who's on field and says a couple things here and there and tosses it back. Uh, I just have so many. Is, is it there? A, there I say, is it there a Vince Scully of Notre Dame radio? Shouldn't there be like a just a. Uh, uh, yeah, well, it's been a rotating like, booth. I mean, uh, going back and I said this no, on minus just like three radio, but, just but for having radio. Yeah, you know, going back from the Mayock, and then you had Flutie, and you have all these guys who weren't from the team. And uh, you know, I said mm. the answer has to be Brady Quinn. Do whatever you can to steal him from Fox, get him there, because not only does he check the box of a young guy who's who has done a play by play games before. I've watched plenty I of college. He's awesome at it. He's a guy that it was probably their best quarterback they've had in quite some time there. And mm. every booth is looking for football games. Is looking for that quarterback to be that Romo 2.0. And I guess this is what they're trying to do with what well, they, they did last year with Drew. They're trying again with Jason Garrett. I know Garrett with the Princeton right. could be a smart guy, whatever. But uh, but, not, but Quinn not, is a charismatic, great guy, and you, you got to get him there. Do what you can to pay to get him there. It's 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 yeah. terrible, and it just uh, it's it's a shame. I'm just surprised, Sheck. Aren't you surprised there's not some grizzled vet radio guy from who's been doing it since 1976? Yeah, and it feels like the it feels like the um a lot of the really good play-by-play guys, it feels like this has been going on for now 10, 20 years Mm -hmm. at least, is that the same guys that call the games on Sunday locally, I'm not talking about national broadcasters, also have a college gig too. I'm surprised, again, yeah, it's weird that there isn't some voice regionally that people know. I can't think right. of the guy's name who Give it to used guy, to call Ross Bears Tucker. games and then Give it calls to Ross Packers Tucker. games. But like yeah. that guy's not available to do it. I mean, the- I'm with you. All right, listen, let's take a quick break. We've talked a lot of football. Uh, we still have our play of the day, which has yielded many, many winners. In fact, six in a row, right? Three and oh last week, uh, twice. So let's kick it off again after this break. All right, play of the day. I am going Chi-Town. White Sox minus 102, I believe, is the number against the Astros. This is Verlander against Dylan Cease. They're one and two in the Cy Young, uh, odds-wise at least. Fandle has it that way. Um, Right now, Verlander has the upper hand, but I think Cease is going to show off, kick it up a notch in front of the home crowd. Remarkably, he's only given up one earned run or fewer in 14 straight starts. I know it's tough for the White Sox to scratch across across runs here and there. Uh, I think they get on a little bit of a momentum swing here in the positive direction. Verlander's been excellent, too. I just like the odds for my guy Dylan Cease at minus 102. White Sox beat the Astros. Martin, what are you going with? You know, Sal, it's either a good or bad sign, but today I saw someone in a West Michigan Whitecaps Justin Verlander jersey, which is the Tigers' single-A affiliate. Wow, that's right. So maybe he'll get knocked around like that. That's a good sign. Yeah. You think so? Maybe so. I uh, am going with the Los Angeles Dodgers today, even though they're starting a rookie. I don't know how to say his name. Papio? Yeah, they had some bad news yesterday. But um, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So you're going Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. Dodgers. I'm taking the, the Dodgers. Yeah. I, I mean, they're so hot. They're, every single number ever in the history of fucking baseball numbers at this point point toward the Dodgers being like should win this game. Um, but I'm going with it. Even though they're starting a rookie, I think the Dodgers will pour it on tonight. Peppy, yeah, died. Walker Bueller's out with a season-ending elbow, which means we're going to see some double-A guy uh, finish 6-1 and one the rest of the year. Exactly. Uh, his replacement. But Dodgers. He's, uh, his ERA is low. It's like two-something, but he has does have, like, only eight more strikeouts than walks. So that's not positive. Dodgers and Orioles. I, I, it was some kind of thing since the All-Star break, and before that even, minus one and a half, you take the Dodgers on the run line. We should be doing this religiously. I don't know why we're not doing this, but they were like 14-1 and one or something crazy before they lost the other day. But uh, they are the most profitable uh, team in baseball. They and the or- the Orioles are number one. I think the Dodgers are two. Yankees, Sheck, least profitable as of yesterday. Another, like, minus 250 goes down with Garrett Cole. But what are you liking it? You well, like I told Eddie Spaghetti, who's as cool as ice. He's got no worries, apparently. He says his Yanks are just fine, even though the this uh, protracted swoon. Well, they're, they're the 10 of- up. They're 10 up. They're fine right, for, exactly. for the right. next two months. Yeah. They are. I, I, I happen to agree with them in this case. I'm just giving yeah. guff. Uh, I am going to listen to you on the run and a half line. I'm going to apply it to the aforementioned Tigers here, but the team wow. are playing, not Detroit. Wow. The Guardians of Traffic are playing host to Detroit <laughs> a day after a doubleheader that saw a bunch of pitchers on both sides get some action there. That doesn't project great for uh, a low run total in today's game, Garrett Hill 0-3 on the road with an ERA near 8. Zach Plesak, conversely, halfway decent at home. Parlay the Guardians of Traffic, minus 1.5, over 8. The Juice, plus 1, 284 on that one. I lost on your Tigers yesterday. You know, I was in New York. Uh, you could gamble legally there, so I'm just bah, 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 bah. I'm all over it. The Tigers have a doubleheader day, night. I got the Tigers 1-1 in the seventh, Martin. I'm taking a – I get a plus one oh, and I a saw. half. Plus one and a half under eight. I take it from, from that point at, at 1-1 in the seventh. They get smoked. Not, not even – I think it was the seventh inning where they gave it all up. That team is so bad. They are yeah. so bad. Yes, yeah. I saw a clip yesterday. Uh, I think it was in yesterday's game. Javi Baez hit a, like, hit a, a, a line drive to a, a, a outfielder, but the whole thing – the ball bounced – Three feet in front of home plate, and he still hit, like he still swung at the pitch, and it's like, what? Is, this is not golf, bro. Good. This is definitely. Well, we got rid of him. Yeah, they shouldn't let them play during the day. It entices people to bet on um, on these tigers. Keep them buried at night with these others. Such uh, such disparity between the haves and have-nots. I really can't remember it being this bad any year in baseball. They, I mean, all these games you go through them. There's some interesting head-to-head matchups going on th- today, but. For the most, I mean, you look at some of these teams. Like, why, why does, why do the Tigers give a crap? Period. Whereas the Guardians of Traffic are playing for a division title, but it's all over the board. Such, I mean, historically garbage teams and historically great teams. By the way, your Pirates quietly, you know, they made a move like, hey, don't pick on us. We're middle of the pack. We're better than the Cubs this year. Quietly, they made their their way back to the basement. Check. They yes, did. They I think did. they're yes, third they or fourth did. worst team now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Water finds its level. That's what they say, right? <laughs> this is why we need relegation. You're tied with the Reds for 45. Long. Oh, I guess the Nationals have 39. The they Nationals. just had to move Vogelbach. That was the thing. He was holding up the lineup. Yeah, he was holding up a lot. Uh, Martin, big birthday tomorrow. Which, which number is this? 33. 33. Oh, my God. Wow. It's, it's a good serious. year. Yeah, it's a good year. 
Spaghetti said 24 is the best. That's where um, that's where uh, Mikey Meatballs landed on. 33, not bad, Martin. I feel like 30. I, I had a good, I had a real good 30. And then it yeah. just all went downhill from there, like COVID and shit. But like, yeah, I feel like my my 30th year was my pinnacle right now. Mm-hmm. Hoping to bounce back maybe for 35. Honestly, not looking at 33 right now, not looking great. All right. I'm well, not, I'm not, I'm not. Not, not looking great for us to uh, record Thursday morning as Martin is, is going to put on a drunk, right? Wednesday night in celebration. No, I will not. 33. No? no? By the time I talk to you all fine folks on Thursday, I will have been awake for like 10 and a half hours. Oh, that's so. right. You got that job. Yeah. You still have that crazy job. All right. Yeah, that was so, some uh, inspirational speech for his mentees, <laughs> though, that he just gave. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be asleep the night before my birthday, God willing, before 1030 p.m. Listen. That I don't care if you make that promise, but promise me this, that you're not going to throw dollar pizza in the, in the face of your mentees. After well, all, that, was gonna, that, was, that was the plan for Saturday, but since you're not going to be able to make it, I, uh, uh, I'll reschedule. Uh, I, I'm crushed. I'm crushed. No, there's no, no rescheduling for me. I, I screwed this up. It's my father's birthday the same weekend uh, you're celebrating, and um, I did the math. I think um, my money's on you to last longer than him, so I feel like I need to attend some of these. Nah, it's hard to argue. Hard yeah. to argue. What time is it in? What time is that? What time is your? I'm gonna say. I think we, kind of a, we have like six thirty reservations. So you, if you guys are still going strong, I'll uh, I'll head out and meet well, you. Check uh, if I'm still invited. I don't know. Maybe I blew it. Maybe well, I would say the invitation only stands if know, you actually cross the I threshold know, of my door you, on you Saturday. You were very smart about it. You were very smart about the way you did it. All right, Shaq, uh minus three. You got Hench coming on Thursday. We do, as usual. Hench will be there to bellyache about this, that, and the other. Go back and listen to AFC North Intrigue for Mark Caballi of The Athletic earlier nice. this week. Lots of fun. All right. Reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. See you Thursday. 